Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your hosts, Dr. Doug Carriger and Mrs. Stephanie Wesco. great to be back with you folks as we move along in the book of Psalms and we're talking about songs in the night, Psalms being songs. And what a psalm we have today, Stephanie Wesco, Psalm 90, written by Moses, the oldest psalm. I'm really excited about this. So how are you today? I'm doing well, Doug. How are you? Man, I'm living the dream. So just to catch you folks up on things that are going on, on all things wounded spirits, even as we speak, uh, the Feasibility Study Group is meeting in Warsaw, Indiana. Stephanie had her turn to be interviewed this morning. And um, so, Stephanie, we're excited about that. It looks like we're moving forward in earnest yeah. uh, with the fundraising for the permanent retreat. So people like you who are listening to us, who need that next place to go, who, uh, you know, you need some help, you, uh, you know, maybe a couple weeks, four weeks in a good church, uh, uh, getting some treatment and and finding a good job out there and getting yourself a home, I think this retreat is going to be awesome for those folks with PTSD. So you got to talk with the head fundraising man this morning. And how did that go for you, Stephanie? I think it went well. Um, The Lord definitely blessed. And, you know, there's nothing as exciting as just getting um, to talk with another believer about what God's doing in your life, what God's doing in, in the ministry that he's called us to. Um, so it was a really, it, it turned into, um, I think as much fellowship as an interview, it was really a sweet time. Well, and I think that's what it's all about. So folks, we just want to report that to you. The status of the ministry is going well. My friend, Eric, uh, who works here at media lifeline is just finishing up my personal video as well as the ministry video. We're going to cut a few things out of that. That's happening. We're probably going to add to that video later on and make another one, but, uh, God is starting to provide these tools and we'll make sure that we post them on. Uh, help for wounded spirits. And so we're glad to be here. And so Stephanie, as we mentioned, this is a prayer of Moses uh, and the man of God. And it says, uh, beginning in verse number one, it says, Lord, thou has been our dwelling place in all generations. Before the mountains were brought forth or ever, thou hadst formed the earth and the world, even from everlasting to everlasting, thou art God. So before anything, thou turnest man to destruction and sayest, return ye children of men for a thousand years in thy sight are but as yesterday when it is past and as I watch in the night thou carriest them away as a flood they are as a sheep in the morning they are like grass which groweth up in the morning it flourisheth and groweth up and in the evening it is cut down and withereth For we are consumed by thine anger, and by thy wrath we are troubled. Thou hast set our inequities before thee, our secret sins in the light of thy countenance. For all days are passed away in thy wrath. We spend our years as a tale that is told. The days of our years are threescore years and ten, 
and if by any reason strength, they be fourscore years. So he's saying we live between 70 and 80 years. Yet if their strength labor in sorrow, for it is soon cut off and we fly away. Who knoweth the power of thine anger? Even according to thy fear, so it is thy wrath. So teach us to number our days, and we may apply our hearts unto wisdom. Return, O Lord, how long? And let it repent thee concerning thy servants. O satisfy, satisfy us early with thy mercy, that we may rejoice and be glad all our days. Make us glad according to the days wherein thou hast afflicted us, in the years wherein we have seen evil. Let thy work appear unto thy servants, and thy glory unto their children. And let the beauty of our Lord, our God, be upon us, and establish thou the work of our hands upon us. Yea, the work of our hands establish thou it. Wow, there's a lot going on in Psalm 90. I like right out of the beginning. I think we're reminded, Stephanie, right there in verse 1 and 2 that we're that God's our home. We're just travelers. We're just, what, what, what do we use? What's the term? We're pilgrims. We're sojourners just, and pilgrims. We're, yeah. We're sojourners and pilgrims. And if you look at those first two verses, right out, it's telling us that. You're a dwelling place of all the generations. Before the mountains even came along, God has always been our home. God has always had everything. God has created everything. God is everything. And uh, right out of the back, it's saying we're travelers. And, and what does being a traveler or a sojourner look like? Well, I think you have the whole concept of just passing through. Um, it's not it's not a place that you're going to be forever. Um, that's that's the body. You know, when we were on deputation, we lived that life. <laughs> it felt yeah. like yeah. Um, in the motor home of, of only being in one place for a short amount of time um, at a time. And I think when I think of a sojourner and pilgrim, I think of the whole concept of it's like God's put us here in our own motorhome, so to speak. Um, and we're going through our ultimate goal. Um, on deputation was Cameroon. Our ultimate goal um, as we go through this world is heaven, obviously, with when we know Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. And we're and exactly right. We're traveling through. Now, it, that doesn't mean we don't, you know, have our houses and apartments and all that and settle in and get comfortable and all those types of things. You know, I have a friend of mine who's a preacher. Him and another preacher just bought a piece of land together. They're going to build their houses over the next year or so as lumber comes down and uh, cutting that land right in half. And that's good. You need a place to stay. But we need to remember the ultimate goal is not this house we live in here. The ultimate mm -hmm. goal is forever with God. And, and God has always been our home. He will always be our home. And, and then it starts talking about we're learners in life. Then turn us, men, to destruction, man to destruction, and say, Return you, children of men, for a thousand years in thy sight, but as yesterday, when it is past, and as I watch in the night. So it tells us right away that a thousand years for God uh, in thy sight are like yesterday. And uh, I, I remember making that statement to somebody. I said, I think my son, my oldest son, I said, you know, uh, for God, a, a thousand years is like a night. And uh, yeah. so my son, Doug, you know, he's always got one of these quick responses and a dry humor. He, he came right back to me and said, then can I borrow a thousand dollars? And I said, tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so tomorrow you can mm -hmm. do that. Thou carriest them as they, with a flood, they are as a sleep. In the morning, they are like the grass which groweth up. 
in the morning it flourisheth and groweth up, and in the evening it's cut down and withereth. And uh, so it goes on to say, man, there's, there's several sides of what we're going through and what we're doing, and there, there's these different things that are going on. And, and, and I think he's comparing us that God's glory, um, you know, we're like grass that mm-hmm. withers. And I, I think what he's saying is our time, our time is brief here on this earth. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I read a quote the other day. I was reading uh, a George Patton quotes, and I do that sometimes. I'm, I'm hung up on Army people, if you haven't figured that out, old Army historical figures. And, and uh, I was reading about George Patton, and he said, all honor is fleeting. And I was yeah. thinking that, you know, I got all done reading that. We remember that quote. Everybody's quoted that somewhere along the way. But you know what I realized, Stephanie, that all lives are fleeting. Yeah. You yeah. A hundred years from now, who's going to know Doug? You know, who's going to know me and uh, who's going to know you? It's, it's just this is a fleeting time. we got to get done what we can get done. The reason we're laboring over here, uh, the reason we're doing those things we do for people with PTSD, the reason we change the ministry, the reason we set off to go forward, the reason we do the things we can do is because it's fleeting. Right. Yeah, I think it comes down to... Um our only purpose here is to make a difference in the lives of others in light of eternity. And um, when we look at the ministry of Jesus, the impact that he made is remembered because he wasn't doing it to be known of men. He was doing it to change those lives for all of eternity. And I think if we could get that view of asking God to number our days, as, as Moses said here, applying our hearts to wisdom as God, as we allow God's wisdom to flood us, yeah. making the time count, making each moment count for eternity. Yeah. Because I, I think we're, I think we're seeing something here that we all need to understand and accept. And we just talked about that life is fleeting, that we're pilgrims, that we're just passing through, that it's short. And uh, we got to remember that, that death is God's punishment for sin or death is God's answer to sin. So we die, but then we have this great opportunity to pass from life onto death, you know, to, uh, mm-hmm. you know, actually the life we're living is a death sentence. It has a death sentence right. because of right. sin. Um, and, and we see that in verse number seven. It's pretty clear he's going back there to Genesis. We're talking about. I think it was Genesis 3. I've been looking for it in some of my notes here, but it's pretty clear to me that's where he's going. He's going back to Genesis 3 and uh, 3, 22 and 24, and, and we know Romans 6, 23, um, that Romans 6, 23 says, for the wages of sin is death. So we know that that's what that's talking about. We're going to go. We're going to have to pass away. We're going to have to deal with death. But we get to deal with it different if we're saved. Mm, that's and, right. And that helps. And I mean, that helped you when Charles was murdered over there in Cameroon. Uh, that's knowing for sure that Charles uh, woke up in life, no longer that's, in death, no longer yeah. dealing with those things. Charles was a real healthy man in life, but uh, even real healthy people in life are going to pass away. That's one of the yeah. things we see. And, and uh, thou hast set our inequities before thee in verse number eight, Stephanie, our secret sins in the light of thy countenance. So God knows about all of our sins, those secret ones. You know, I, I think we still try to hide sins from God somehow. We still try yeah. to hide the way we are from God. Can I tell you something, folks? It doesn't work. God can see yeah. everything we're doing. You know, he knows everything we're doing. And, 
And I think understanding that and grappling with that and, and, you know, one of the problems I think that I know I suffer from or that PTSD brought me to this place is, is uh, it's real easy to feel bad for myself. It's real easy to say, man, I'm a victim. You know, this guy died in my arms. This happened. I was in a helicopter accident. You know, I can sit there and make my list from the Army of reasons I'm messed up or reasons I should deal with things. But you know what? I can sit here and, and just write grace on the other page. And it co- mm-hmm. covers much more than that page and a half, two pages of lists that I can write or go through. I mean, do you get to that point, Stephanie? I mean, you could fill out yeah. a, a book of people who've messed you over, of losing your husband, of having to escape a third world country. I mean, but it's mitigated, right? Yeah. I think I was actually just talking to a friend yesterday, a new friend yesterday about the concept of grace and um, God doesn't give us grace for tomorrow. He gives us grace for the circumstance we're in right now, this very moment. Um, if he gave us grace for tomorrow, we would become even more self-reliant because we wouldn't see it being his grace. Yeah. And that's where that moment-by-moment grace, that strength in our weakness, you may not be the weak tomorrow the way you're weak today. And that's why God's grace is so incredibly supernatural because when we're weak is when he makes himself his strength. He's strong. He's strong all the time. Yeah. But as humans, we just miss it when we become so just because of our flesh, we just, our automatic response is to go to ourselves for strength or for bolstering our, you know, pulling ourselves up by our bootstraps and no, it's, it's God holding us up. It's God giving us the strength to take the next step. And no matter if we're messed over, no matter if we're in the middle of a good day, it's God's strength, his grace yeah. that's, that's getting us through. Well, and, no, and I like the way you say that. You know, we're not, we're not looking for God's strength tomorrow. We're not looking, you know, because we talk about this all the time that in life, we're always looking for that next step. And anybody who's grown past the age of 25 knows exactly what I'm saying to, you know, I'm going to be happy when I graduate from high school. I'm going to be happy when I have that permanent girlfriend, boyfriend. I'm going to be happy when I graduate from college. I'm going to be happy when I go in the army. I'm going to be happy when I get married and so on. We're always looking for that next thing. But with God, with his grace, uh, it's, it, it doesn't have to happen tomorrow. It can happen right now. I mean, yeah. you, you can lower your head and get that right right now. And then it goes on to say in verse 10, the days of our years are three score and 10. If by reason of strength, they're four score. So he's saying, you know, you might live between 70 and 80 years. And boy, that's pretty accurate in 2021 America. That's when that's where most people live these days. And, and yeah. then, then it goes on. And so it's talking about that unless where strength is cut off and then we fly away. And that's where that song comes from. I'll fly away. Man, I, I can't say mm. as as you and, <laughs> as you and Liberty have pointed out before, but in, oh, in verse eleven oh. it says, "Yeah, oh. who, who knoweth the power of thine anger, <laughs> even according to thy fear, so is thy wrath." So each of us is to number our days that we may apply our hearts unto wisdom. So God's saying you need to number your days. What's what's He saying there about numbering your days? What what is this all about? I think there's the idea of, if I can put this in a good sense, almost a miser counting his money. And um, speaking, when I was a kid, I mean, I kept a ledger with every cent. And every week I would go through and count my money and, you know, 
I don't know. I just had a weird, I guess I was a weird child. I was a weird child, but, um, there's that sense when I think of this verse, I think of that, like every day we're counting our days every day, the sense of not hoarding them because that's selfish and that's not of God, but the sense of everyone is precious to us. Every day is a gift from God. Every day means something. It's not something we're going to throw away. Um, I think that's what I, what comes to mind almost that it's like your days are in the bank in a sense, they belong to God's bank. And as you, as he gives you another day out of that, um, day account, (laughs) instead of a checking account out of that day account that you're choosing to use it wisely, you're numbering it in the sense of it's worth great value to you. Yeah. Yeah. No, I really like that. And, and, you know, there's something that can be said here too is, uh, and I, and I like your explanation. I think it's perfect. Uh, you know, I would keep a ledger of the money I spent one, went away, and and just applying that, what a great uh, what a great way to apply that, and say every day we should keep a ledger. What did we do for God today? That's why Stephanie yeah. journals verses and stuff. What did we get done? There's only so much time. We only it's a short stay. There's only so much we can do. We we need to keep on moving on. And it says, "Return, O Lord, how long? And let it repent thee." Uh, concerning thy servants, concern us, let us repent, help us, Lord. Oh, satisfy us early with thy mercy that we may rejoice and be glad in all our days. And folks, I want to say this, and I'm going to read the rest before we uh, let Stephanie close us down here. I just want to say this, get right now. Don't wait a week. Don't wait a month. Don't say, well, I'm still wicking my, licking my wounds. I'm still, I almost said wicking my wounds. I almost spoke <laughs> like a, uh, I don't know. That crazy old duck there, Donald Duck. But anyway, <laughs> it's a quacky good day. But uh, uh, get right with God now. Start serving God now. This is the cool time. This is the time to have fun. And it's like in your marriages or in your relationships. I was talking to a guy last night on the phone. He's called me up about his girlfriend. And he says, you know, my girlfriend now hits all the checks on my checklist. I said, okay, do you hit all the checks on her checklist? He said, yep. He said, what do I do now? I said, well, how long have you been going out with her? Seven years. <laughs> oh, my. Yeah. Yeah, what a knucklehead. But anyway, I, I guided him in the yeah. right way. And, but Good. we got a chance to be right right now. Man, he's wasted years of his life that they could be uh, in marital bliss here. It says, make us glad according to the days wherein thou has afflicted us and the years wherein we have seen evil. Let thy work appear to thy servants and thy glory unto thy children. And let the beauty of the Lord our God be upon us, and establish thou the work of our hands upon us. Yea, the work of our hands, establish thou it. And, uh, you know, I, I love what Moses does here. I love the way he ends. He's saying, God, just make us about serving you today. Make us productive today. Make us worthy today. Make us earn what you've done for us today. Make us count our days and realize that we're either doing something or we're not. And folks, that's what this is all about today. Are you doing something today of value? Are you a victim today or are you a servant of God? It's hard to be both. And I know yeah. some of us have been victims with life. People have hurt us. People have been raped. People have been terrible combat experiences. People have been through junk. Man, we could make a list of junk. We could we can watch Dr. Phil and six uh, fill six pages of the kind of junk we went through that the guy on Dr. Phil just said he went through, or whatever the case may be. Or we can say, God, today's the day we need your mercy. Help us step out. I mean, closing that up, taking 30 or 40 seconds, Stephanie, how do we do this? How do we take this 
Psalm number 90 and put it to work in our lives? Wow, I think I come away with this saying, God, I want to serve you today. Um, Give me, I love how in verse um, 16 it says, let thy work appear unto thy servants and thy glory unto their children. And I think there's a concept there of, what am I, what am I, why am I serving God? Is it just to, for me, or is it that my kids will see God's glory reflected? Is it that those around me will see your glory? And I think that's what I get from this is I want, I want to serve God so that others can see his glory and so that his beauty can be upon me. Um, Verse 17 is beautiful. Let the beauty of the Lord, our God, be upon us and establish thou the work of our hands upon us. Yea, the work of our hands, establish thou it. In other words, God, make it count, make it stick, that in heaven it won't be wood, hay, and stubble that's burned up, but that it'll be gold, silver, and precious stones. Well, folks, here it is. You got it today. Make this work. Make it count. Let God's mercy come in today. Be different today. Make things right. Hey, take your spouse out to supper tonight, your loved ones, your kids. Have a good day. We love you guys. Listen, man, uh, we got a choice today. Moses made that choice and said, this day, this day I'm changing things. Make this your day. We sure do love you. Get a hold of us if you need to. We'd love to talk to you. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. It is very important to all of us at Help for Wounded Spirits that you know your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible is very clear with a simple salvation message. You can know today. First, you're a sinner, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, there's a price on sin, for the wages of sin is death. Third, Jesus paid that price for you, but God commendeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Lastly, you must speak it with your mouth and believe it with your heart, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made known unto salvation. Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart, and he will. Please contact us if we can help you in any way. God bless you. Doug and Stephanie, thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources, more information, or to donate to help this vital ministry visit us at woundedspirits.com.